welcome to the Just the West podcast, podcast number 93, JT Dub number 93. I'm your host, Just the West, and I have on the line, T-Up. T-Up, are you there? Yo, what it do, JT Dub? Hey, 93? That's, that's a nice number. I like that. I, I was actually looking at, like, the... Um, the Apple, like, you know, the iTunes, the podcast and all that. And I, I do number every episode that I do just to have a, you know, uh, a kind reminder of how many pods we've done together, whether it's been with you, with Camo, with Mason, uh, with all the friends that I've had at the Just the West podcast. And so, yeah, man, we've been doing uh, 93 podcasts. So having said that, up, I appreciate all your time. As always, it's, uh, yeah, time flies, you know. Yeah, not a problem. I mean, it's. I remember the first day when you created this podcast, and uh, you asked me to come on with you, and we weren't really sure where this was going to take off at, but, you know, after how many seasons has it been? Three or four seasons already? This would be a fourth? Yeah, man. It was, uh, it's been three, four seasons, and, uh, you know, I know that you're, you're a Niners fan, myself as well. A lot of, uh, you know, lofty, I won't say lofty expectations, but... You know, optimistic expectations that have been uh, kind of subdued in uh, in seasons past, and once again, we're coming into another season of anticipation. Um, but let's get right into it because we are midway through the preseason. Two games have passed in the preseason, and kind of at that point again, where you know, for Niner fans, obviously a lot optimistic for this upcoming season with Jimmy Garoppolo healthy. A pass rush with Nick Bosa and D Ford, but once again, injuries, injuries, and injuries. Nick Bosa and D Ford—they haven't played yet this preseason. And uh, what's up with Jimmy G, man? What's up with Jimmy G? Preseason week two. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He didn't look so good in that in that debut, my friend. Right? Oh, so I guess we're starting here. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's. Uh, all right. Let's just go. No, you uh, you got me feeling some sort of way. I, I guess. <laughs> No, no H, but okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that, that preseason game, he, he did get three series out of it, but um, definitely have some rust, and he had some cobwebs, and it definitely showed. Um, and the duress, he was throwing, throwing off his back, heel, back foot, um, wasn't, you know, few deflections from the line of scrimmage. Uh, obviously, the first drive, it ended in the interception. Um he, he had two interceptions actually. Well, one one near near interception for the second one, right? That was that was pretty bad. Yeah. So um, I don't want to hit the panic button because that's it, it's one of those off season uh, overreactions. But I'm definitely you know does have a lot to room to improve. And um, you know this Justin Hurst coming up on Saturday. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be playing a lot apparently. So. Yeah, that's um, a lot to improve on, a lot to, to build upon. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, I think preseason as a whole, when you take a step back, and you know, obviously as fans, you're anxious to see your team go out, and you, you're obviously anxious to see your, your players for your team succeed. It, it is a kind of reminder um, because... You know, go back to even the Cardinals. The Cardinals week one, Kyler Murray looks really good. He was six for seven. And then week two against the Raiders. uh, Yeah, he was shit. He he played very, very much like a rookie. He gave up a safety to the Raiders, mind you. Uh, Jimmy G, obviously you saw him go 
one for six with a zero passer rating. Um, yeah, man, it, it is a kind reminder to keep your expectations kind of at bay because I mean, uh, Jimmy, you know, he's I don't I don't know, shoot, it's been like what almost a year since he's played football. Um, to your point, they're going to give him a little bit more playing time. I heard they're going to at least let him play the first half, the first two quarters on Saturday at Kansas City, mind you, the place where he tore his ACL uh, in week three, week four last season. So I don't know, man. Um, I'd say to your point, it's just preseason. But, man, I um, I just hope that he gets a little bit more rhythm let me ask you this tee up. So, I mean, obviously, Jimmy G, he only played two series. He only had a, a couple of passing attempts. They weren't good. He was pressured. He had, had his uh, passes batted down. I mean, is it really on Jimmy G? Or is it because of, you know, he didn't have his entire starting offensive line, you know, without Weston Richburg, without Mike Person? I mean, what's your take on that? Yeah, my defense is. Don't want to hit the panic button too early. He didn't have his uh, his complete O line. Uh, Denver D line, you know Nick Chubb or not Nick Chubb, Bradley Chubb, yep. and Vaughn Miller. You know Denver's front seven is they're, they're legit, so they're no flashes, and it definitely showed during um, those first two series. Yeah, man. So that, you know, yeah, and I, I just feel don't don't want don't want to don't want to. Um, you know, hit the panic button just yet. Okay. Well, I mean, at least how about the running the running game though? Like, I mean, there were definitely some bright spots. Kevin Colvin, number twenty six, he he looks sharp. Um, you know, he's running hard. He Mostert's running hard. Breed is running hard. Yeah. At the very least, I mean, I know that Jarek McKinnon, he's he's hurt and not saying quite yet, but it looks like he's going to go to the injured reserve. He's, he might be out the first half of the season, but it's good to know that, hey, you know, Kyle Shanahan, he has, you know, on, on paper, four capable running backs, whether it's going to be Tevin Coleman, Matt Breida, shoot, even Raheem Mostert, and you have Jerk McKinnon in the wings. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, Raheem Mostert's last season, he only had like 35 carries, but he averaged what 7.6 yards per carry before breaking his forearm he had a nice 30 yard run uh to the house the first touchdown of the game in the third quarter um yeah man i mean that's encouraging the run game looks good um passing game not so much uh you know you saw Debo samuel he had a nice little handoff another end around play where he just get the ball in the rookie's hands and he had a 45 yard run uh last week he had a 45 yard um, reception towering over a receiver and so it's encouraging just to see explosive plays from the offense even though you know it's it's preseason but they're doing this without George Kittle they're doing this without the full squad um, offense is I mean well here's the here's the thing the number two the number three offense outside of Jimmy G looks good uh, what's your take on the defense Sean look good. He's, he's leading by example. Um, the battle right now, you know, Keller Witherspoon, he, he had a few, uh, he actually had that one nice reflection on that long pass. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, he... It didn't look too shabby, right? Not too bad. Not too bad. And, you know, you saw a couple of, um, like I said, it's preseason, but undrafted free agent, yeah. rookie, Kevin Givens, defensive tackle. He was up in the backfield. 
Solomon Thomas. They kicked him inside. They put him outside. He looked good. And then, you know, conversely, you saw uh, a couple of the linebackers play very well. Um, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was encouraging. I mean, at the very least, their defensive line, you know, they've invested all this draft capital into their defensive line. Their run defense, at least through two weeks in the season, the preseason, it's looked good. Um, secondary, I mean, there's a couple things I'm kind of nitpicky on. Adrian Colbert left the game with a hamstring injury. Uh, Jaquiski Tart, he started strong, left the game with a concussion, another injury. Uh, DJ Reed played well, um, but, you know, it's just, once again, more injuries, more more things to consider uh, for the defense. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I'm, really, I'm really anxious to see uh, Jason Brett. You know, we have yet to see him. And, and you know, there, there's a serious battle that's supposed to be going on on the opposite of uh, Richard Sherman and I. I just wonder how that pans out. In my opinion, it looks like that it's heading towards the Akela Weatherspoon direction. Um, yeah. But we'll see, you know, when Jason Brett suits up, whatever that may be. Uh, Dante Johnson, surprisingly, the, the first pick of the season does go, is awarded to uh, Dante Johnson. So that was, uh, uh, you know, mixed feelings about that. But yeah, no, I, I, the free safety too. Jimmy Ward got he got cleared for uh, he got cleared to, to practice in full contact. Right. So that free safety position is kind of up for grabs at the moment. Yep. There's still some moving pieces for the for these final two preseason games. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, it should be interesting, too. So we're talking about midway in the preseason. It should be interesting. Um, you might see D Ford. I heard they're going to get Quan Alexander uh, back in the mix. I mean, a couple of those, you know, obviously Jeremy G, he's slated to play the first half, game three against the Chiefs. I mean, you know, it'll be interesting to see this team come along together. Um, and, and keep a note, fellas, that, uh, you know, Dante Pettis, Marquise Goodwin, you know, the the presumed starting receivers, they had zero catches last game. Um, oh, let, let's let's talk about our bet right now. So Kendrick Bourne versus Jordan Matthews. Jordan Matthews was on the first team offense. He played, you know, with Jimmy G. He didn't get any catches. Kendrick Bourne, he played in the second half. Um, he did drop another pass tee up. Uh, he had a 40-yard pass that he should have caught. Didn't do that, but he got... A nice red zone touchdown. I mean, you know, just for shits and giggles. Um, what's your thoughts on the Kendrick Bourne versus Jordan Matthews battle right now? <laughs> I'm just I saying. Been calling me. I remember you texted me as soon as uh, uh, Kendrick Bourne. He had that bunny that was just in his arms, but he just couldn't. He couldn't make the catch. No, you touch your catch, baby. El- that's what. And that's exactly what hey, I texted El- to you. El- Elbows wide open, flared out, just. Ball fell right through, and it was like, come on, that's like the that's basic, that's basic wide receiver one on one right there, pinch the elbows. Yeah, I but know. he did come around and he he, he caught that touchdown. So um, we'll see. I mean, that that wide receiver battle is gonna it's gonna be continuous. And Dante Pettis, for example, he hasn't been having a great preseason. So where's he gonna fall? Trent, you know, Trent Taylor, he he's potentially going to end up on the IR if, he, if his uh, foot doesn't heal in time. Like, why, why do you see there's still, there's still some uh, competition going 
Uh, you know the funny part is we we've, we've been bitching about you know Kendrick Bourne versus Jordan Matthews. It might be Richie James that gets the job, and they cut both of them. Like uh, honestly, um, Richie James he, spe- he plays special teams. You know he does. Dante Pest presumably does punt returns, but Richie James does kick returns. He's a slot receiver. To your point, Trent Taylor is out for an extended period of time with his foot. I mean, shoot, they might just cut both of them. Both are boys. Yeah, and Richie James, do you see him? Like, man, he's been having an awesome preseason from kickoff returns to to receiving the ball in, in you know in the middle of the field. Like, he's, he's having a great preseason. Yeah, man. Yeah. He overlooked that. Yeah, so, I mean, there, there's a couple of nice pieces at the same time, too. Um, one thing that I, I might say, well, fuck it, you know, I am kind of concerned is, you know, in the first quarter, the ones thus far offensively, whether it's been against the Cowboys or the Broncos, uh, they haven't looked too good. Um, but it seems like the defense is, you know, especially after investing all that draft capital in the defense, it's, it's looking to come along in 2020 for the 2019-2020 season. Uh, and any other thoughts about the Niners for preseason midway? Yeah, I do have one more thought. Yeah, go, go for Wischnowski. it. Wischnowski. Wischnowski. With the hammer. Fourth round pick, that. mind you. I know that a lot of Niner fans, myself included, were like, what the fuck? We drafted a punter. Not even a punter, but a punter in the fourth round. This Aussie guy. Uh, tee up. Tell him. What, what happened against the... Uh, the Broncos in preseason week two. Oh man! So you know he he kicked that he kicked the kick off, and you know usually with with the kicker you know you want to stay back to guard the backfield just in case he slips past the past the the team. But no, he he attacked straight for the ball and just just laid the smack down on the on the returner. That was that was awesome. Mind you, it was a hard hit, but it was a clean hit. Uh, former Colts punter. Pat McAfee actually via Twitter he said, you know, I can really appreciate that. Mitch Wisnowski, props to you. Even Madden, it was it was pretty funny. Niners Twitter called out EA Sports, Madden saying, Hey, what's up with the tackling rating? And they actually increased Mitch Wisnowski, the punter's tackling rating. So I mean, kinda cool. Um as a punter too, mind you, he's been pretty good. Uh this preseason thus far. All the question marks about, you know, drafting a punter so early in the draft. I mean, as of now, he's, he's looked the part, meaning that, you know, you're getting that early return on a punter in the fourth round. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, I can't imagine, you know, Niners thinking that, you know, yeah, they'll hang their head on that, but they're going to definitely tell the punter to Wisnowski to take it easy in the preseason because you can't afford for him to get hurt. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. So, I mean, all in all, with the Niners, you know, midway preseason, you've seen a couple good things. I like the defensive line. I like the run defense. Um, but, yeah, I think at the end of the day, all eyes are on the quarterback, number 10, Jimmy Garoppolo. So we'll see come week three, which is actually right around the corner. They're going to play Saturday. Right now it's, um, it's Thursday night, so they're going to play in a couple days. Sure. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's go. You know, I, I mentioned Kyler Murray earlier um, in the podcast, but let's talk a little bit more about it. You know, he, he's a rookie. Um, he had a good week one against the Raiders. That whole team, mind you, not just Kyler Murray, but that whole team didn't look so hot this time around. Uh, yeah, I mean, preseason, their offense is a little bit more vanilla. 
But even the uh, Raiders free safety slash nickelback LaMarcus Joyner, a former Ram- Rams player, I mean, he, he even said it. This offense is a pretty boy offense, and I don't know, man. Kind of kind of snuffed it out. And mind you, I mean, it kind of shows Kyler Murray, he's a shorter quarterback. There's a reason why shorter quarterbacks of his stature, the Baker Mayfields, the Drew Brees, the Russell Wilsons of the world, have been an anomaly in the history of the NFL when you evaluate quarterbacks because of this exact principle. Uh, the offensive line wasn't so hot to begin with. They run a 10 offense, and a 10 offense, for those that don't know, it is four wide receivers, one, t- or I'm sorry, zero tight ends, one running back. And so that means because you have no tight end there on the offense, you have no tight end to help at the line of scrimmage from a blocking perspective. And so what did, what did, what did the Raiders do? They stacked the pass rush on one side, and they bull rushed them. And so I saw plenty of times where... You would have notable defenders, numerous defenders on one side. They stacked it against DJ Humphreys on one play, for example. And, you know, for Kyler Murray, I mean, he's a shorter quarterback. Uh, You're having all this pressure on one side. It's harder to see over the line of scrimmage, over the, the trenches, to find your receivers. And you saw him struggle. And so, um, I don't know, does, does that worry you, tee up? I, it was just preseason, and I know that they didn't put all their playmakers, they didn't do all their plays, but it does make you feel some sort of way, though, right, tee up? Yeah, no doubt. And you, with Kyla Murray, you know, all those metrics that you described to Kyla Murray and Arizona, they, they're ready in their offensive line is in need of some help. And with having one less tight end, on the line of scrimmage to block Kyler Murray, that does concern me. I do want to see in that type of offense you need you need pass protection, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I don't know if Kingsbury's style of offense does fit that mold. I do want to see uh, some adjustments moving forward, uh, especially uh, on the offense. We'll see. We'll you know we'll see this. Um, this weekend. However, there, there, it, there's still a word in progress. And, and Kyler Murray, he, he needs time. I just hope that Kingsbury provides uh, that type of, um, puts him in the best situation to make the best plays. And keep in mind, though, the listeners, that, hey, preseason football, in regards to the plays, X's and, and O's, they typically do a more vanilla-style offense anyways. They don't want to really give out all their goodies. Um, where you can look at the film, you can analyze that for the regular season. So keep in mind that they only used a, a certain percentage of their plays. So, you know, maybe the best is yet to come for the Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury offense. Conversely, yeah, though, no conversely, though, what did kind of worry about, well, actually, no, fuck it. It did worry about me. Their run defense has been horrible through the last two weeks of preseason. And, I don't know. Uh, there was a theory that I read earlier. It kind of holds true. You know, in practice, in training camp for the Cardinals, I mean, they've been, you know, the defense has been practicing against, you know, a Cliff Kingsbury offense, a spread offense where it's a pass-oriented offense. It's a more of a finesse offense. And so I am kind of worried where you'll have a run-heavy team, a more physical team, 
run it down their throats. And thus far, I mean, Cardinals, their defense, they haven't been doing well defending the run. They haven't been practicing against teams that really, you know, because the Cardinals, they don't run the ball physically to that nature. And that might be a detriment to the Cardinals in the regular season. Uh, it also doesn't help. I don't know if you heard about this, but, you know, their, their other cornerback, Patrick Peterson, he's out like the first six weeks of the season. Their other presumed starter to take over for her for him, which was Robert Alford, he broke his tibia. He's going to be out for an extended period of time. And so right now, tee up, right now for the starters, for cornerback, their number one cornerback right now, I believe it's going to be Tremaine Brock. Tremaine Brock, former cornerback from the Niners. You're going to have another rookie in Byron Murphy. Um, you know, it's just, it seems like this defense is, as much as they try to take a step forward, um, man, it's it's really worrisome right now. I guess one bright spot to point out is their back quarterback is Brent Hundley, and he definitely has some good experience. He didn't play too shot. I mean, his numbers don't look too bad. 10 for 15, 139 yards and one touchdown. Like, that's it. I guess it's comforting knowing that Brent Hundley is, is there in the in the shadow of Kyle Case should hit the fan early. So, but yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. there's some some changes. They're gonna they're gonna have to adjust their make some adjustments in Kingsbury. He does strike me. I don't want to talk shit, but he does strike me as one of those coaches where he feels that his his methodology is thinks that he's right, and maybe he's more resistant to, to adjustments. But I don't know. That's probably just me going out in the limb, kind of hot take type of thing. I mean, just like anything for a year one coach, um, especially a coach coming out of college, you're going to have to make your adjustments. This defense, they're going to have to make their adjustments as well. They have a new defensive coordinator and Vance Joseph, former head coach of the, of the Broncos. Um, they're switching back to a 3-4 scheme, mind you. And so it's going to be, uh, yeah, man. I mean, it might have, you know, for fantasy football, it, it might go well because uh, this offense is very much pass heavy. But you're going to have a couple things that they're going to have to figure out. So uh, any other final thoughts with the Cardinals or not so much? Uh, no, not at the moment. I think uh, let's, see, let's see how they do uh, this week. It looks like they're playing they're at the Vikings, which is that's a tough task. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and go to your favorite team as well, the, um, the Seattle Seahawks. KMO, if you're listening to this, I hope all is well in Seattle. So the Seahawks, they played, speaking of the Vikings, they did play the Vikings uh, week two, uh, preseason week two, at Minnesota, I believe. But, uh, yeah, man, um, Russell Wilson was there. He looked good in his short span of time. Paxton Lynch, he was fighting for the backup quarterback position against Geno Smith. He actually, well, he didn't play well this week, uh, but then he took a pretty gnarly hit in the second half where he slid. And then Holton, the uh, defensive back from the Vikings, um, hit his head. And so he got concussed or he got pretty fucked up. So not too well. Um, I'm just feeling the same thing where they're not getting too much pass rush. Their, Their secondary looks okay. Offense, you know, Everything looks 
pretty much the same from what I saw. Well, the play calling was better. It wasn't as conservative. You saw a lot more play action. You saw a lot more aggressiveness uh, attacking the field. But, I mean, all in all, Chris Carson in limited span, he did his thing. I'm a little bit worried about Rashad Penny just because, I mean, you know, you got the handoff. He was put in some pretty shit positions, but I think he had, like, what, four carries for four yards. I mean, he didn't look too great. Um, I don't know. I mean, what's your take with the Seahawks uh, based off two weeks in the preseason? Uh, Paxton Lynch, he did look good when he was in there. He got fucked uh, up in the end, though. Of, yeah, and, I mean, Chris Carson, he looks like he's going to be the running back of the future for them, and he looks really good. He had five carries for 25 yards. So he had a, he's been having a pretty solid uh, offseason and preseason, so that's definitely, you know, back to old uh, Pete Carroll offense, hard-nosed offense. Russell Wilson, you know, he's being Russell Wilson, making the right throws. I think he's going to be fine. The receiving, you know, going back to Tyler Lockett, Jared Brown, I think they're going to be fine in that aspect. But, you know, it is weird seeing that Seattle defense with no more members of the Legion of Boom. The only one left is, uh, you know, Wagner, mm-hmm. which is, you know, he, he's, he's the last of, of them. But... <clears throat> Kuda Ford, he's... Man, what a, oh, he's looking good. What a guy, what a guy. He's looking good. They're going to need him, especially with Gerard Reed out the first couple weeks of the season with the suspension. It looks like it's going to be Puda Ford and um, Al Woods, defensive tackles, uh, to start the lineup. I'm just kind of worried about their pass rush because you know LJ Collier, he's still hurt. Uh, Quinn Jefferson, he's right in the mix. Ziggy Ansa, you haven't seen him play. He's been hurt. And so thus far, all I've really seen is like Puda Ford, um, Al Woods. And your boy. You can't, you can't be your favorite boy. Cassius Marsh. Cassius motherfucking Marsh. The Kung Fu Ninja. Exactly. So you've been seeing a lot more Cassius Marsh. And I don't know, man. Does that make you feel good or bad about that? Because, I mean, Nazir Jones, Rasheem Green. The last time I checked their depth chart, they've been kind of falling back and... You know, mind you, they, there are like mid-round picks where you do expect a little bit more productivity. Um, I don't know. At least their linebackers have been looking pretty good. Austin Calistro actually threw two weeks in the preseason per pro foot. I'm sorry, tangle. Pro Football Focus. He was actually graded one of the higher-rated linebackers. Um, Cody Barton's looked good. The linebackers look pretty solid. I'm just really worried about the defensive line, which is kind of ironic because usually the defensive line has been good in years past. So, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, that, that pass rush, is, it, it's a new look for Seattle and, and their fans. And it's, you know, as being a Niner fan and, and being really, really focused on Seattle and, and knowing how stout and reliable and consistent that defense is, you know, I think they're going to go through their woes this year. Um, you know, they're going to, yeah, definitely going to be ups and downs, and it's going to be it's going to be different to watch. I, I I don't know if you mentioned Michael Kendrick. He's he has his court date coming up, so yep. who knows what's going to have what's his future with uh, you know, was it insider trading or something? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Don't don't fuck around with the IRS because they will fucking find you. 
That is right. <laughs> There's no way to avoid that. That is right. Um, Uncle Sam, you can't cheat him. He needs to eat. He's got a... Uh, Secondary-wise, yeah. I mean, you know, Bradley McDougal, Tezuk Thompson. Uh, you know, it, it's, it sucks. Marquise, Marquise Blair, he left the game. He had uh, back spasms um, against the Vikings. Deshaun Sheed, he's an older head. He's fighting for a roster spot right now. He looks really good. Uh, he might actually make the roster. Um, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's kind of a open slate right now with this defense. There's a lot of... Um, I don't know. There's a lot of moving pieces. I feel like you can, you can go either way right now. Like where you have some mid-round picks where you like to have them have more prominent roles, but they're not quite there yet. Um, it's just kind of in transition. I feel like. How about let me let me throw a name out there and let me get your reaction out of this. What's up? Mingo. What's up with that, man? Yeah, as of right where, now. Where, where is he? Is he? Do we need to put out a search party for him or what? I mean, he's on the roster. I don't think he's really been playing this preseason. Um, yeah, man, I I have no comment. <laughs> I have nothing to. Yeah, I haven't really <laughs> seen him. I haven't really seen Ziggy Ansa. Um, you haven't really seen too much of. I mean, Shaquille Griffin. He's he's been kind of on on and off as well this preseason. I mean, they haven't really been playing too much of their. Sars, presumably, but yeah, I haven't really heard too much about him or Casey Wright for that matter. I guess uh, I'm interested. You know, the Seattle the Seattle listeners that are tuning in right now, uh, maybe leave a leave a comment in uh, JCW Twitter and what are your thoughts on their defense this year? I'm, I'm interested to hear what you what the the Seattle the Seattle Twelve have to say about that. You know, you might release the Kraken because if we were gonna hear some Seattle comments. We might get, we might get fucking grilled just because they they, they know we kind of like the Niners. So that's okay <laughs> though. You know, I'm at T. I'm at T. Thomas Dakinai one four eight. You know, all at me. Well, let's start a conversation. It's okay though. It's okay for hate. It's okay as long you know everyone's entitled to their own opinions, and I know it's football, so it's you know, it, it is what it is. You know. Uh, any other final thoughts to the Seahawks? I mean, yeah, they play the the Vikings. They, I mean, they, they look promising. Russell Wilson, it was good to see him do his thing. He had some flashes, but yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of worried about their pass rush in in the regular season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, like I said, uh, we'll see how it goes for them. It's they're it's going to be a new look Seattle. It's a new era. Right. Right. They're hosting. They're hosting Oakland though. Um, Oh yeah, they are, huh? Actually, no. That's the last one. No, they're actually in in Chargers at Chargers okay. on Saturday. Okay. So that's another tough. That's a tough matchup too. Chargers, they look solid. Let's go ahead and transition into uh, your favorite team. This is kind of where I won't say where you're put to use, but you know, I mean, you're the local guy, the local flavor. What's up with them, Los Angeles Rams, though? So. Uh, my boy T up is in SoCal right now. They played the Cowboys in uh, week two. They lost fourteen to ten, but I mean, no one really cares about the preseason as much on the outcome. Uh, Sean McVay has always been kind of notarized for like not playing any of it, uh, any of his starters. Uh, but I mean, yeah. A- any takeaways? Did you watch this game? Uh, I watched. I watched parts and bits of it. 
Uh, Dale Henderson, the, the rookie running back, he, he can carry for six times for 16 yards. I mean, it's really... Okay, to be honest with you, yeah, the Rams, it's really hard to watch them in the, in the preseason just because they doesn't play any of the starters. Yep. The offense is pretty... It's pretty... It's pretty vanilla. It's kind and, of just you know, making it, sure that no really one gets hard hurt. To take away and, and create create some insights from you know a team that's really playing at fifty percent at most of their capabilities. But you know what's all all fucked up about that? As much as he's trying to avoid injuries, I mean, so Corey Littleton, their inside linebacker, hardly played because you know he was a low. If he might have been undrafted actually, but he was a low hanging draft pick. That they uh, that they selected a couple years ago, and shoot last last season he he broke out. He had like 150 tackles. He had an awesome season. They gave him an extension. I'm so happy for him. So they hardly played him. But going into his second year at a West Virginia, he had um, Mika Kaiser from West Virginia, and he was slated to start alongside Littleton in that um, that three four defense. And they just got rid of, you know, Mark Barron. And so he was presumably supposed to be the starter alongside Littleton. But he actually had a pectoral injury where, from what I'm hearing, and it, and it sucks. I mean, you hate to hear about injuries in the preseason, but he's probably going to miss the season. Uh, he's got a pectoral injury. And so they're going to be forced to either use Bryce Hager or Dakota Allen, a rookie seventh-round pick. And he was actually... Um, he was actually on Netflix. He was on that one football show or whatever. But you have Dakota Allen and Bryce Hager as the um, the other starting inside linebacker in the three four defense. Uh, have you? Do, do you mm-hmm. What's that show called again on Netflix? I don't really watch it, guys. So um, was it Undrafted? Do you like, you know what I'm talking about right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I haven't watched it yet, but I know exactly. I can't, I can't think of the name right now. Okay, so I mean, came from like a. A small college or whatever, but anywho, transferred, got drafted in the seventh round. He was their last pick in the draft, so yeah, he's gonna p- compete with Bryce Hager, and so uh, yeah, that sucks. Uh, I don't really have much to say about this Rams team because, to your point, you don't really see much out of this preseason. I don't have that many takeaways, you know. One player I do like on the Rams. Um, I mean, I like I like. Many players on the rounds, but one bright spot is Taylor Rapp. I think he's going to be solid. Oh, what's up from you, Dub? Uh, yeah, think, yeah. He 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 needs to bulk up a little bit. He needs he needs to uh, you know put on some pounds, and I think put on some muscle. But I think he's going to be just fine. He he looked good. He has instinct for the ball. He he you know he cuts towards the ball. He reached quarterback size. He, he looks real good. I, I I really like him, and especially uh, in that in that type of a system. Yeah. I mean, you should get plenty of playing time too, especially off the bench, because you have, you know, it looks great on paper. You have John Johnson the third. You have Eric Weddle, but I'm sure he's going to be put in dime packages as well. You'll see him quite a bit. Uh, to your point, at least on on paper. They're secondary. They're quarterbacks. Actually, you got quite a battle. I mean, you have Marcus Peters. You have, um, you know, Keep Talib. You have Troy Hill. You have Nikhil Roby Coleman. But you have some really good depth. I mean, I like Kevin Peterson. I like David Long, the cornerback out of out of Michigan. 
Um, this secondary has kind of rounded up pretty nicely, you know? Yeah, yeah no doubt. And hopefully, do you know if McVay's going to play at least anyone this weekend? Um, you know, I... We'll see. I, I mean, I'm kind of similar to like the Niners and some other teams too. Like the second half of preseason, you might see some more starters um, get some run. I know that Cooper Cup, from what I've been hearing too, you know, coming off that ACL injury, he's been looking strong, if not faster, which is pretty crazy. He's been looking faster than he was before injury. He's been looking pretty good. I've been hearing rumblings that Joshua, or not sorry, Josh Reynolds, uh, fourth round pick. Uh, last year that actually he might be a really strong receiver in his sophomore season. Um, this receivers group right now, too, it's interesting on that group in terms of competition. Mike Thomas has been stepping up. Um, Jojo Natson uh, is also competing for a roster spots. I mean, you got some interesting things along the latter portion of the roster. Uh, if that kind of tickles your fancy tee up. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I could talk more about it, but there's there's really, you know, after next next week when we, when we chat about it, hopefully we, there's a, there's more substance for it for the Rams. Not saying that they're bad. They're still favored to win the NFC West by, you know, I think I saw it as like sixty three percent or something, and you know, definitely Super Bowl contenders. So you know, the Rams fans tuning in don't. I hate on me. You know, I know you guys are still you guys are still stacked, but it's just preseason. There's not much to take away from it. I think right now, I think the Rams are like what sixty five percent favorites. I think the Seahawks were like twenty two, twenty five percent. The Niners were like fifteen percent to win the division. I think the Cardinals were like five percent, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so all the Rams got to do is just stay healthy and, and do do the damn thing. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like, we already know the equation. It's starting going to fill in the, the variables. Exactly, exactly. So, any other final thoughts to say about the uh, Los Angeles Rams? Anything, any local takes right now? Uh, not really. You know, Rams' house over here has been quiet. I think they're still on their L.A. Lakers high at the moment. But I'm sure it's going to... Uh, we'll start hearing some rumblings coming soon and I'll, and I'll let you I'll let you know I mean that's the thing too in preseason that's the thing during the offseason that's the thing during the NFL drafts as of right now whether you're shoot it whether you're a Bills fan or a Patriots fan or a Rams fan right now there's your level of optimism right now couldn't be any higher right because everyone's zero and zero yeah so, yeah this is the preseason is the time when you think it's so let's. Yeah, I agree. Shattered dreams. I agree. So let's transition to that. I mean, tee up, or for those that didn't, didn't really know, we also did our fantasy football draft tonight. We did that right before the pod. And I don't know about you, tee up, but I say this every year, whether I'm right or wrong. Most of the time I'm wrong, but I feel like I have the best fantasy football team ever after our fantasy football draft. <laughs> so I. I had the six. I had the six overall pick. I had DeAndre Hopkins in the first round, Joe Mixon in the second, Marlon Mack in the third. Yeah, man. Um, Mark Ingram in the fourth. Yeah, I like my team. I got Deshaun Watson in the fifth. I got value. 
We got value across the board. What's up with you, Tio? Yeah, well, I missed the first two picks because I was on the road. What were you doing? What were you doing? But uh, I had last pick 12 out of 12. Okay. So my auto pick got Julio Jones and then Snake the Odell Beckham Jr. And my third pick was Devontae Freeman. Mm-hmm. And then it moved on to Kevin Coleman and then Snake to Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, in my opinion, I think I got the better team, but I don't know. I'm just one injury away from being last place, so we'll, we'll find out. We'll see, bro. Uh, actually, hold up. Uh, so we do it with Yahoo Sports. I did get my draft grade. I got a B, which is, you know. Yeah, and can you, can you tell the listeners what Gucci uh, Garop got? Uh, I got to check that. Let me see. Uh, I don't. You know what? Yeah, my, my phone's not really working right now, so you know you probably got enough. <laughs> uh, actually, hold on. No, 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 I, I got it now. Oh, oh. Okay, guess your grade, T. Up. Just oh, guess. I, I already seen it. Wow. Okay, so I got a B. Uh, T. Up's team, which is called Gucci Up, got an A minus. Wow. Oh, hey, dab, dab, was good. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, I look By the for- way, draft grade, totally irrelevant. Don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. I look forward to mean squat. I look forward to playing you in due time, I guess, you know? That'd be, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, outside of that, uh, to my listeners, we are midway through the preseason. I know, guys. I know it's a couple weeks before some real, like some real football. But uh, yeah, man, this is my second fantasy football draft. I'm in seven leagues this year. Fuck my life. So I got a couple more, and then you have a couple more podcasts with me and T up during the preseason. So continue to follow the pod on Apple, on Spotify, Twitter at Just the West, and the blog. Uh, by the way, guys, the the blog has been kind of yeah lately just because the season hasn't started, but it's still www.justthewest.com. Tee up any other final words before we head out? No, yeah, let's uh, let's watch some football this weekend. Let's do it, and so the NFC West is going to be on Saturday. So till next time, we out here. Peace. Later.